Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another video here on the Fellow KGB channel. We're hanging out with John and Drake for our Tuesday night hangout. We have a lot of things going on today. I think we're going to fill out an NCAA bracket pool towards the back half of the show. We also all just got into this NBA Top Shot pack drop, which we'll know in roughly 16, 17 minutes if we are getting a pack. There's 25K in this pack drop. So, yes, everyone's <laughs> eyes are covered. The prayers. We're trying to get one of these packs. We just missed the 5K stress test but we're hanging out we're talking fantasy football what's going or fantasy basketball what's going on john how you doing yeah big fan of the patriots moves uh today kyle lots of fun uh, we can, we but if you want to switch back to basketball i'm good either way <laughs> and drake man how you doing i'm doing great i'm looking forward to this nba trade deadline and just you know looming in the air there's gonna be some money moves John's excited as well. I can see it. Uh, absolutely, it's a fun. It's it's one of the more kind of sneaky fun times of the NBA uh, entire season, not just like the regular season, uh, postseason season. Fun. Uh, one second. Uh, but anyways, I don't know where you guys want to go. I figured off the top of my head, I wanted to talk about what the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis have been doing. They're nine and one in their last ten games. They're playing really good team ball, and that's been reflected in Giannis's three straight uh, franchise record, three straight triple doubles. Uh, John, I don't, I haven't really been able to watch a lot of the Bucks games lately, but Giannis has been. He's, he just looks like he's having fun just watching some of the highlights. There's like a really good energy around the Milwaukee Bucks right now. And as far as fantasy players, like this man, three, three triple doubles. He just missed out on a fourth one. You see the 26, 11, and the eight. Uh, but how are we feeling, uh, Milwaukee Bucks fan, first and foremost? But Giannis is rounding into midseason form here. I mean, Milwaukee Bucks fan and Giannis fan, just in general, I think this is such an exciting time for him. He's very much um, flipping a switch, I think. And I don't, he's certainly not going to con consistently attain these numbers, but I think his performance has definitely got a little more consistent, a little stronger. He's, he's, he's taking the season just a little more seriously. And it really gives me those LeBron vibes. I just appreciate when a guy has that other level that at will, he can take it up there whenever he wants. Now, how it will translate to the playoffs and the postseason, I'm not sure. But in terms of fantasy, I'm sure a lot of people out there are having a lot of fun um, and winning a lot of games on the back of Giannis Antetokounmpo. And just in terms of the last seven days, he is the – he's the well, – Rudy Gobert is actually the, the number one scorer by half a point. Uh, so maybe we should talk about Utah in a little bit. But over 63 points per game the last seven days for Giannis <laughs> Butler's been balling out too. Demar Derozan. This, this is an interesting top, you know, top ten or so. This is again filtered by the last seven days, but you see some really interesting names and some point totals here. Jimmy Butler looking like an MVP candidate right now. Like where where did Jimmy be? He's just he's turning it on for the Heat. I was just about to pull up the standing so we can see what everyone's been kind of on for win streaks here. And the uh, only reason I say that is because Dwayne Wade said it. I think on a tweet. <laughs> Um, so I'm just looking at the last 10 days. but Philly's I saw the Wade tweet for sure. <laughs> but you just showed his fantasy stats. He's right there with Giannis, just underneath him. Let's click Absolutely. in. Right. And no That's triple double. That's some fun. What was Incredible. that? And he's been doing this for uh, – he's been flirting with 60s you know, every now and then, but he's kind of turned it on here after the all-star break. What so. round was Jimmy Butler picked? 
Uh, and that's looking like a steal right now, right? Overall, so, you know, third round, I guess, pretty much for any kind of 10 or 12-man league. So, Jimmy Butler's yeah, playing. Yeah, third. Wow. That's the keeper in this league. Right. And then uh, I guess De'Aaron Fox down here, too. He's a potential keeper, I believe. Ah, I've player. been trying to trade for him for, like, a month and a half now. <laughs> Just look at the scoring from him the last few days 29, 32, 30, 32. Yeah, some, some incredible fantasy production right now. It's a, it's awesome. Incredible, Mr. Fox. It's great to see. <laughs> yeah, nice. And then I don't know where else to go. I did, I did. Did you guys see Marvin Bagley got hurt last night? Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. I guess we got to talk about the Embiid injury. That's sad. Yeah, the Embiid kinda- injury is for sure a subject of conversation. I'll just read this blurb real quick, and then we'll move through some of the other injuries. But Marvin Bagley suffered a fractured left hand in Monday's matchup with the Hornets. Um, I'm not seeing any timeline here, but x-rays confirmed a sustained fracture. Uh, there's no timeline for now, but the primary beneficiary is going to be Nemanja Bajelica. Did I say that right? Bajelica? Nima Bialica. Bialica? There's an N in there? Bialica? Uh, Bialit. Bialitza. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I I feel more confident about that name than some of the other ones I've thrown out in the That's past beautiful. couple pods, but I'm that one hey. that one I think I got. I'm very impressed. It's very nice, John. Um, but Mar- it sucks because I, I was kind of pumping up Marvin Bagley the last couple weeks and uh, all of a sudden not so much anymore. But uh Joel Embiid, of course. Drake, did you want to break us down with the Joel Embiid news? Well, it's good news. It's not structural, but it's three to four weeks right now. So it's a it's not the worst part of the season because we're gonna get him back for that uh you know mid playoff playoff run. Um but it's a hard one. That's your first round pick usually. So you're gonna so have it, to kind of take it on right now. It sucks for fantasy because he was playing top, you know, two, three, four as one of the best players, but I think it hurt like they were the number one seed. Like the chances of them losing game, uh, ground on the nets and the bucks and maybe even the heat, that, that's a real possibility. So yeah. it's a bigger loss for real life purposes, but I think if anything, you're getting a you're gonna get a healthy Joel, the positive outlook. You're getting a healthy Joel Embiid for the stretch run. Um, so if you can kind of, I don't know, did you did you make any moves? Because you you're an Embiid owner. Did you make any moves to to kind of counter what happened? Uh no, not necessarily. I I've have a pretty deep bench at center, especially with Turner and Jared Allen. So again, I just kind of allow myself to play the waiver wire. But who did you like? Uh, I guess position didn't matter, so you ended up making a move, obviously. But uh, did anyone stick around for you? Um, you know who's stuck in around? Let me bring up my team here. So I've I've kept Roby with that uh, power forward and center um, lock. I've kept him for almost a week now. So that's pretty good for him. I do have Blake Griffin wasting away in Margaritaville down on my bench. Uh, I just I just need that. I can't drop him at this point. Um, so I would say my direct replacement for the Embiid injury right now is Nerlens Noel, who has been playing a lot of minutes, um, at least over 20. It's been week a couple of weeks. Yeah. See. So I think it's because Taj Gibson's been back. I think Gibson was out for these 40s. Yeah. He's back. It's been kind of split. So we're looking for more here. 
but I'm I'm okay with you know as long as a guy is getting over twenty minutes like Noel, he's still gonna get me some points. So and there's starter minutes as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the the guys that were coming back to mind as soon as we talked about Joel Embiid was Tony Bradley, who's actually he's starting over Dwight Howard. Um, so this is a guy here who now has hasn't played a lot this year, but this is a game where he started for Embiid, and this was another game. So in two games, he's had twenty point five and thirty. This is the guy that. I'm not ready to add just yet uh, because if, if we go to Dwight Howard real quick, Dwight's probably the one like yeah, that's the easy call here to say if you if you really need the center, go pick up Dwight Howard, who had he had some relevancy even when Embiid was was playing. Uh, yeah, four games that's that's pretty good numbers right there. I think you could run in an Embiid Howard lineup for a week and not be crazy and not notice it. Yeah. So I did want to <laughs> let's see if we uh, let's see if we missed any other uh, guys who are injured. Uh, the big news tonight is uh, CJ McCollum is coming back tonight, and so I'm, yes. I'm super excited. I've been How about Chris LeVert being back? How amazing is that? Did he did he play a game yet? He played. Yes, last he scored night? a basket. Man, yeah, he had like 13 points or something. All right, let's pull up Karis. So he's yeah he's eight, he's ninety percent rostered, so we can't really go scoop him up. But this is really two games. Um, yeah. Double digit. More point. of an interesting story, yeah. Yeah, just more. Of, it's it's great to see him back this season. That's and playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, this is this is exciting. He's back a lot earlier than I think people expected too. Um, so, oh, and uh, what did I read today? Cam Reddish, uh, his boot came off, and he's been able to do some on court activities. He was approved for that today or so yesterday. Sure. So here's the official. He was given a projected recovery of four to six weeks after he went to a non-surgical procedure. Um, let's see here. There's no timeline for his return, but um, I guess th- I, with this, it's probably known like no bad news is good news right now. And so when did this injury happen? It's a four to six timeline. It was like a week or two before the All-Star break. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. So I'm... So we're, we're probably two and a half, three weeks into that four to six week recovery. So if we're optimistic, maybe by April, April 1st, maybe we get Cam Reddish back. Uh, and then what's going on with DeAndre Hunter? Because he, I thought he was doing some work. He's uh, uh, approved for four on four ball. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I saw this morning. So he could be ready to rejoin Atlanta's lineup as soon as Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's one for you guys. If you need someone right now, 34.7% owned. And he was averaging almost 30 points per game before the injury. So it's been a while since we've seen DeAndre Hunter, but they could really use uh, some added boost as what are they? They are, they're currently the eighth seed. So they have to fend off a lot of guys like Chicago, Indiana. <laughs> I do feel like Thursday's a stretch. I'd be surprised if DeAndre Hunter plays a basketball game this week. Yeah, but I would. I if would. you're looking for a long-term, like a long-term, like maybe a week and a half type look, that's definitely a good grab. Maybe this I'm thinking more of like out. a playoff, like shot in the arm. Yeah. So maybe they hold them out for the rest of the week here. Maybe we see them yeah. over the weekend on the, on this is Saturday against the Lakers. Maybe they don't want to put them out there in that stress test. But uh, otherwise, you know, back to back games. Do what you did there. So, yeah, stress test. Five minutes yet. Yeah, we got time. Um, I feel like Hunter, like. He's not going to win you any games when he comes back either. He's going to sit out back to backs. He's going to play ten to twenty minutes for at least one to three games. Like he's not, he's not going to. They're not. He's going to be training wheels on for sure. So 
Um, definitely see Hunter as a nice long play, though. I really, I mean, if you can get him, if he, if you're one of those 65% of leagues where he's available, go get him if you're, you know, have a winning record and feel good about making the playoffs. Good, good idea. Uh, and we got a we got a start bench cut question, but I just want to say, is there anybody <laughs> as we're looking at the this is I'm filtering it by IR eligible. Uh, are we feeling anything about LaMarcus Aldridge being traded before the de- – this is an exciting time because we're a week before the deadline, and Aldridge basically, as he said, he's not playing for the Spurs. We've mutually agreed for him to work on some opportunities elsewhere. So does LaMarcus Aldridge excite you if he goes somewhere? Can he be – you know, and he's averaging 24.5 points per game you know, on the season, and if, if he gets put into a new situation, maybe he goes back to Portland. Portland could use some more bigs probably. Um I don't, I'm not necessarily saying he excites me, but it, it's an interesting situation to follow for sure. And he's definitely going to get in a better situation, I think. And then, um, what's up with Cole Anthony? Yep, that's the one I wanted to pull up because he's been out for a while. Um, let me see. The last time he last time he played was February 9th. So we're going on over a month here. And he's got a rib injury. Um, there hasn't really been any updates. It's not clear when he would return uh but i guess it's it's michael carter williams show for now uh but there's really no good news here on the ribs uh not displaced fracture on his first right rib and he won't return before the all-star break so that was the last like true note uh but it's he's got to be coming back soon he's only 12.4 percent owned this is a guy too because you talk about maybe a guy maybe getting more run as the season goes on this is this this could be a guy that would play quite a bit as the season goes on um, I don't know, John, what do, you, what do you think about picking up Cole Anthony right now and putting him in the IR? You got some quarters in your pocket, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little puff. St. Patty's. Is that a St. Patty's ribbon? Uh, little leprechaun. little awesome. thing. Very but nice. Cole Anthony, um, what do you think about Cole Anthony? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not – I've owned Cole Anthony this year probably the longest amount of time that anyone's owned him in our league. And um, while he was pretty good while I had him, um, these, just, these rookies coming back from injury always give me a little pause because I feel like there's, you know, that reacquainting, readjustment period. And you know, whether that's because of the injury or the youth, I never know. And So I'm not excited to grab him, but um, – you know, if you're hurting for a point guard and you're in a deeper league, you could definitely do worse. He's got some upside. I mean, if you and, and you know, he's kind of very similar to any situation with injury. Like if you want, if you like a guy and you have a pretty good situation in terms of seating, you know, you feel good about making the playoffs, or if you have first round buys, maybe snagging one of those, then a guy like Cole Anthony is a lot more exciting to me than if you're you know fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. So if if you have the patience to do so, then it's it's kind of worth it. Um, I guess let's the look other- at um, let's look at Hayes. Yeah, you're reading my let's some news about him today. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> I thought I saw something come up on, on whatever our apps called Fantasy Life, and they said um, he's been cleared for on-court duties. Uh, he's going to be reevaluated in three weeks, so that's from today. So that puts mm-hmm. us out into the first week of April. Um, so the right hip subluxation here. I don't subluxation, subluxation, subluxation. Um, oh. Positivity around this injury. And uh, again, early April is when we could potentially see him. Now, he wasn't playing great before his injury, but it was, what, five, six games? So we really don't and know. he was that. playing behind D-Rose, too. D-Rose was playing pretty well. I mean, at this yeah. point, if he gets on the court, it's going to be probably pretty limited, don't you think, John? I mean, he's coming back from a hip thing. Um, 
Yeah, you know, need maybe, to start him in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, like it'd be pretty hard to it'd be pretty hard to pick him up at this point. So he's more of a guy just to add to the watch list and just kind of yeah track and see if he pops off. I could see him going off. I could see him coming in and just you know. Um, but listen, if you're in a dynasty league and you're in, you're definitely not making the playoffs this year. I would love a Killian Hayes type. He, yeah, he's a guy I who mean, I think has a lot of fun upside. But yeah, he's not helping anyone this year. I don't think. All right, we're on the countdown. The top shot boys. So let's. Uh, Twenty yeah, seconds. Nineteen seconds. So, whew, I don't. It usually takes about a minute for it to update. I just wanted to get maybe one more take in here. All right. Uh, oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you guys about the Houston. Freaking Rockets. KJP. KJP and, and Kenyon Martin Jr. They got two juniors on the team right now that are playing some really good ball. If I just filter here by the last seven days, their leading scorer, Oladipo, but Kenyon Martin Jr. and Kevin Porter Jr. What? Uh, who wants to go first? Like This this is kind of exciting. Both guys are pretty Kevin solid. Porter Jr. is doing exactly what Kevin Porter Jr. can do. He's a very talented basketball player. He's given kind of free reign to just go out there and play basketball. And that's what he got to do last year with the Cavs, like the second half of the season. And uh, so I this is a, I really like him as a talent. Um, very good player. He can score from anywhere. He's fast. Oh, I'm not in. Do we get the number? We got the number? Yeah, 67. I'm scared to look. Scared to look. Let me see here. Okay. You here can't be worse than me. Guaranteed you're not worse than me. Oh, you are bad, Kyle. 116. Guaranteed you're not worse than me. One, three, wow. four, zero, six, four. <laughs> Am I the lucky one? 30K, boys. 130, 134K. Wow. wow. What's the people in line? <sighs> yeah, I agree with Ada down there. He he can show some mini Harden moments. He's um he's a f- just a fantastic offensive basketball player. Uh, and then I don't know what do you guys know about uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Because he's just look at look at some of his numbers here in, in just three games. I'm I'm super excited about him. You know, the he's the opposite of Kevin Porter Jr. Everything you know, Drake was confident Kevin Porter Jr. was going to be solid and had some upside. Kenyon Martin Jr., while I think he, you know, I always thought he was pretty athletic and pretty interesting when you do that athlete-size athlete combo. I think he's like 6'9", 6'10". But I just didn't, you know, I thought, I just, I didn't think he would make it. I didn't think he'd, you know, make it a couple years. But, I mean, he's given a very advantageous situation where, you know, he's quickly walked into a but nice load of minutes. And, um I think he, if he, if he plays well for the rest of this year and takes advantage of the opportunity in front of him, he's he's got a good chance to to stick in the league for a couple of years. Um, and maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. I, I haven't watched enough tape on him to to say what his upside is right now. I think right now he could easily play in the NBA. I definitely believe that. So, and and I'm willing to allow myself to kind of change my mind as I watch him more. <laughs> And he's he's under twenty four percent owned. Like he's seen a twenty four percent hike in the last seven days. Uh, yeah, Houston's got nothing to lose. Like they're gonna play all these guys that nobody really knows anything about. They have you know it's in their benefit to continue to play these younger players and see what they actually have on their team. Um, so is 
their potential for John Wall to be moved, Oladipo to be moved, and clear it more minutes even. Like I think I, I think we what we see is Depot moved and John Wall might get a buyout or something. I they're gonna have I to think do, John, they gotta I think do John right Wall's staying, him. isn't he? I mean why? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a draft pick, right? They don't have a draft pick this year. Just when did he get the neck tattoo? That's a bold neck. Uh, but anyway, also Kenyon Martin Jr. is six six. I think I said he was six ten. So uh, he's got big shoes. <laughs> he, he, he wears high tops. We assume Eric Gordon's probably getting moved too. Um, that would be fun, actually. He's a super good player. He's good in the playoffs too. He's Carried this team to sure. a couple of playoff wins. Uh, but here's the update on, with his groin injury. He's expected to miss four to six weeks. Um, so I don't know if anyone's going to want to get him on the market right now. By low, by low. Yeah, he sent him a pick. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe we could see. We could see pick what happens. Pick man. Pick sell. Yeah, send, send, uh, send, the, um, send the GM of the, the Rockets one of these uh, packs that you could grab tonight and uh, – well, maybe he'll trade you Eric Gordon one first. Well, that's we what I'm saying. They're exclusive, <laughs> baby. We got. We to, can't get it. We got one of our favorite. And, ooh, Willie got, Barton. Got one of Drake's favorites, William Barton. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, have you guys seen Jalen Noel for Minnesota? He put up a lot of points. Let me just add these guys here. Matisse. Die ball too. I bull, and then you also got William, William Barton. I think you already have Barton in there. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't uh, I didn't check them, so it moved. But let me just kind of move this a little bit. So we're doing start bench cut. These guys are all like pretty good players right now. Jay, have you guys looked at the Jalen Noel? It was you know it's 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 very limited. But the last five games, four or five games here, or I guess the last three games, you see good minutes, you see good points. He consists, you know, he gets some solid rebounds and some assist numbers here. Nothing really on the defensive side, but I like these fantasy numbers. No Maybe. disrespect to the kid, but give me Barton, Thibel, and Cut Noel. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and we got we got what's our we, who's our guy Malik Beasley? We got Malik Beasley coming back in a week, um, which would directly impact his minutes, I think, at some point. How has Malik been doing on his uh, diet? You know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't do say that. he's our guy, Kyle, because <laughs> he's not my guy. I, I dislike him. I cut him from my fantasy team on principle. I cut. I cut him. I've never. I don't think I've ever cut a player on principle before. I cut him on purely on principle because he's talented enough to be on a fantasy roster. But um, John doesn't deal with that kind of stuff in his organization, you know. And I I just appreciate it. So what do you guys think about Matisse Tybel here? He's had three really good games. Not a lot I of love him. But, I love him. But again, like he kind of has the same issue. You get in you, you can look at the fun games, but then look at it, you know, 8.5. Is that a one? Is that a 1.25? 10 minutes. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> so yeah, I, are... I don't know. I don't like to limit it just to that little sample. I know when a guy's hot, it's more fun, but I'm pretty selective with my pickups, and I, I don't think I want any of these guys on my teams. Look at these look at these steals right here, though. Three, three, and five. That's that's interesting. Uh, think about five bullets. I, I had think three it could... steals once in a freshman basketball game, Kyle. So 
So I, I think I think who's your still, opponent, Drake? It was Tyball. We were actually playing against him. It was probably St. John's. Um, but we'll, I think I'm starting Will Barton of the group. I'm going to hold on to Tybal and we'll let Noel go. I don't know if I have that much confidence to leave him out there, but I think that's the easy way to answer that question. The uh, thing I like about Thibel is I think his, like, I think he could sustain better production over time because he fits very nicely in, into that roster. He's, he's not a great three point shooter, but he's good enough and he's an awesome wing defender. And in beats, he, he fits a lot of teams well. There's, there's minutes for him now. Absolutely. And I think they got to spread those minutes out. So yeah, Thibault's a so if he, I mean you're going to risk getting one of these eight point fives, but I think I can if if I get in a in a three or four game span, if I get a <laughs> sixteen and eight and a fifteen and a thirty three, I'm not excited, but I guess I'm not overly disappointed. We just got to limit some of these these teen this teen numbers here, and hopefully get some of these twenties uh, a little bit more consistently. So I do like him quite a bit. Uh, but I don't know. We're going on about uh, 25 minutes here. Do you guys want to have any other final thoughts on fantasy basketball, or should we look at the NCAA tournament bracket? I don't have any more bat fantasy basketball thoughts that I can think of, but this is winning time. I mean, let's put it this way. I mean, I do have one important thought, I suppose. We're getting, we're inching towards the playoffs very quickly. This is very much a time when like a champion makes a champion level roster move or a trade. So, you know, be on the good side of that. I'm just pulling up one more. We got another start bench cut real quick here. This will be the last one. We got, uh, Toidal the Toidal. Um, Rudy Gay, James Wiseman, and it looks like Danny Danny Green. So Danny Green getting some minutes with Philadelphia. Now, over the last uh, seven days, Wiseman's been the worst performer. Rudy Gay, 24. Uh, Jakob Pertl, 26. And then 29 for Danny Green if we go by the last 15 days. Um it looks like Jakob Pertl is probably the most consistent guy. So who, I don't know. Are, is there anyone here that you like, you just don't want on your team right now? Is Wiseman worth holding on to, even though he's a rookie? Um, well, start. I'll take Pertl for sure because with the Aldridge Aldridge situation in San Antonio, Pertl's immediately locked into starting center situation, which he's been relatively solid at. Um, I like Rudy Gay. He's been he seems pretty ro- locked into his roster situation or his um, role in the offense and the defense and just the entire team in San Antonio as well. I'm not sure if he's on the trading block, but I haven't heard anything about Rudy Gay getting traded. Um, I probably cut um, Wiseman or Green. I don't see Wiseman on this list that Aiden provided us, but I love his addition. I think I cut Green or I, I cut Wiseman and then I keep Green on as head coach. Let's get let's get a fourth role in there. I don't know. And um, Wiseman, do you guys see this top shot message? No, as it's not. Would you rather miss by thirty eight or thirty eight k? Just rude. That is rude. That's just not called for. I'd rather. We're, we're part of the founding members here, guys. <sighs> well, it is still in beta, so all these beautiful we people. We aren't like the people that signed and created the declaration, but we like showed up to the meeting. <laughs> we were at the town hall. We, we had some thoughts. We had some thoughts for sure. We were there. Provided. Um, there's, def- there's definitely a section where I had Jefferson cross something out. Yes. And, re- and write something next to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to this. And then provided a meal. 
this this one's tough. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna let Rudy Gay go just because in terms of minutes, I love I think I'm starting Jacob Pertle. I think I'm gonna hold on to Danny Green, but Rudy Gay, like he's productive, but um I don't know. I don't like these minutes here. If I mean I don't know, that kind of lowers his total. Maybe this is kind of what we're looking at for his his upside here. Give me Danny Green, who can sometimes go off for much bigger, much bigger point nights. Um you see the 34. I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. But I think we we agree Jakob Pertl's probably the guy to start of the group. And then it's kind of a preference call. They're both kind of both veteran fringe players here, but Danny Green gets more minutes. So um, I don't know. Any other final thoughts on, on fantasy stuff here? Or should we uh, should we load up this NCAA bracket? Let's let's get some college talk. I I, I want to make two picks. That's it. What, you guys you, can do all the rest. No, I have to make your equal number of picks. What do you need? I was just going to force Wisconsin into the Sweet 16 and let you deal oh. with the damage, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Wisconsin can get past North Carolina. That's what I haven't really full, filled out a whole bracket yet. I've kind of just been selective in my first round stuff. I've been, you know, just listening and trying to absorb information and seeing like COVID stuff and whatnot. But I haven't picked that game yet. Uh, what I like about ESPN is you kind of get the info here. Uh, you can see the records, the conference records. UNC is a lot better in the conference here. Ten and six versus ten and ten. Uh, they stand with a beast of a conference, though. I love your approach, Kyle. That's been my same approach. It's like uh, Jake has been very frustrated. So has Jesse with that. They want to know my brackets. And I just, I don't, they say I'm gatekeeping. I'm not gatekeeping anything. I don't have a bracket yet. We're just brewing. Just, just no, let it sit in the air. The secret uh, is not to submit your bracket on Tuesday. Just don't. There's no reason to. Just I think you fill out that first or- vanilla bracket and you have Gonzaga win and you're feeling pretty good about it, right? And that's yeah, kind all of one right. seeds in the final four. <laughs> all right, let's let's just go ahead and just advance all the one seeds, unless you guys think Drexel, one of these abbreviations versus Michigan, or one of these again. Like we're we're moving the one seeds, no problem. Did you guys have any reservations on the two seeds? I mean, Maybe I, all the twos. I'm gonna let Drake talk about Iowa in a little bit here. Um, yeah, let's wait till they get into a competitive game. I don't know anything much about Houston. Oh, sour. I just know they win a lot. Um, in Houston, you see on the season here, where's their actual record? Um, 24 and 3. So they've, they've got one win against top 25 teams, but they both win. <laughs> they're 1 0 against good teams. <laughs> that's all it takes. That's a, that's a 100% winning percentage against the top 25. <laughs> Um, so we just advanced all of the two so far. I watched Alabama play the other day, and they looked – they looked. don't sleep on – I think Bama could be kind of messy down here. Um, but where do you guys want to start? Do you guys want to start west, south, north? Just start at the top. East. Top I always west? start at the top. All right, what are we doing with Oklahoma? You guys want to go top, to, top down? Yeah. All right, Oklahoma, Missouri. What do you think? Give me Oklahoma. Is this just a gut call? Yeah, I I like Oklahoma. Points, both pretty pretty good. They, they played in a very competitive conference. Um, okay, John, any that, any that B that BPI number means something to me. What does BPI stand for again? Um, Basketball Predictor Indicator. I just pulled that out of my ass. I'd love to know what it actually means. Like, I'll look it up quick. I was ready to agree with that, John. Yep. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Here's, here's uh, the rankings. Yeah. I like this because it's giving Ohio, uh, Oklahoma, 66 percent uh, power rating of 53 percent here too. So it's looking, but similar games between similar opponents. It's giving Missouri the edge here. Go. And I guess the one thing that I like about Missouri is they're four and two against top 25 teams, whereas uh, five and seven for Oklahoma. I don't know if that that's, changes much, but it's uh, 12 games versus. Over six. Six, you know. BPI is basketball basketball power index. Okay. And if, if 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 that or predictor predictive indicator didn't sway you, then I don't know what will. So we're going with Oklahoma. Uh Creighton. Creighton or, or Santa Barbara here? Is Creighton's coach allowed? Is he coaching <laughs> Because of COVID, you mean? No, I, I I think he was suspended, McDermott. Oh, I heard I heard UCSB has some pretty fine ladies at their university, and therefore I guess we should keep that into consideration. I mean, I still need to see the BPI, but it's 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 worth keeping in mind. BPI. Ain't cool. Oh goodness, give me Creighton. Good. Yes, yeah. that's too much of a gap great. for the, the beautiful women. It's too much yeah. of a gap. I'm Is sorry. there anything here? Are we going with Virginia? Virginia doesn't have like anybody like super studly. They're just really deep. They play a lot of players. They're they're, they're good Virginia teams. man. Like it's Vir- just a Virginia team. Look at the yeah. BPI here. Any any normal any this is this is a different situation. There's a COVID element to this game. Any other any other time I would definitely slap Virginia here and all my brackets probably. But Virginia, there's a there's a reasonable likelihood they don't get to practice between now. I mean, between their last game, which was a couple days, three, four, five days ago, and this tournament game. They don't even get to like practice, they don't get to be together. I heard some very not so nice COVID things about them. So and I think their appearance in this tournament game is semi in jeopardy. I don't know if it's too small if you guys can read that, but they lost to Ohio by just two points, or to Illinois by just two points at Illinois. That's interesting. I don't know how, how good is Buffalo. Is Buffalo in the tournament? They usually are a tournament team. I don't know if they are yeah. this year, but they're usually pretty solid. Let's go Ohio here. I'm going Ohio in my personal team. bracket. If you guys, you, I mean, I'm fine either way. I just. I, I, Virginia is absolutely a better team. I just think Ohio, there's this weird situation going on. USC here, right? This is Josh. Oh. Are, are, Drake, are you at all, like, any more pulled to take Drake? Just no. Um, you know, I have a sweatshirt. <laughs> it's in Des Moines, you know, so that's a home home base for me. So, But other than that, uh, no, I'm not. This is a USC game. Are we just going to run Kansas in? Yeah. And, I think so. They have a they have a little bit of a COVID situation too, but I think Kansas is just uh, they're just so superior. But so, they're one of my problem problem people or problem teams later in the bracket because of their like round one COVID situation that makes me nervous. I'm I'm like okay if they like they just don't show up to their tournament game because they're all someone's sick or most of them are sick, then what happens? <laughs> well. I guess we will take uh, we won't take Kansas very. I, I kind of like USC uh, even before I saw the bracket stuff. Uh, who's who's USC's uh, lottery potential pick? Mobley. Yeah, um, I, I I tend to like to just go for those guys that have this NBA potential star power. Uh, and if Kansas is is missing practices and such, maybe US if he, if he's hot like like what are yeah. you gonna do? USC's destiny is to lose to Iowa again. <laughs> And I'm just, That's just what their destiny is. Look at the BPI index here. 
uh, versus like this is very comparable here. They put up a good amount of points. Very comparable. They just haven't played as many good teams. It looks like. Is is Mobley a Big Ten defense breaker or not? He's more of an offensive guy, um, but he's long. He's he's kind of like smaller for a center, like in like size wise. Where you would oh, think he's for, a center. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's, he's, he, yeah, he can he can shoot. Um, okay. He doesn't have the body of a Big Ten center, though. Yeah, well, I'm thinking Garza's going to eat him for lunch. I mean, no disrespect. Just Garza's a big, big boy. Um, so we're stuck here at Oregon VCU. Do you guys have any quick thoughts on this? BPI? I think I'm going to Oregon here. Just <laughs> no-brainer. Um, when in doubt, go with the BPI. All right. And then you guys want to go continue going down? Let's, I mean, we should, we should go see the other side. Let's see what's going on here. All right. We got Baylor, Hartford. We took Baylor. UNC, Wisconsin. What are we doing here? BPI? Well, when in doubt, you go with the BPI? Is this? Yeah, BPI. We'll give it to them because neither of those teams are going to beat Baylor. I don't know. It's going to take a, a Herculean effort. That's a total Wisconsin move to beat Baylor, though. <laughs> don't. Here's As a too. I had the conversation. It's just exactly what that kind of thing they do. I had the conversation with my dad, and it's like anytime you get excited about Wisconsin basketball, there's going to be a letdown. Anytime like they're coming in, you know, you're like, whatever. That's the year they pull off one or two wins, and they just kind of, I don't know, slide in the, under the radar. I'll take one uh, Winthrop, please. And I mean, Wisconsin's been tried through the Big Ten, which this year with the Big Twelve is definitely the premier basketball leagues. The Big Ten is definitely the best, right? I mean, yeah. Look at the tournament appearances. Look at the ones yeah. needs. Like, this isn't an easy league to win games in. Yeah, the Big Ten was a beast this year. What do we do with Winthrop here? Twenty-three and one record overall. What do we do with Winthrop? I, I, I'm I'm advancing them, please. Let's do it. John has a feeling about it. I do too. Purdue uh, is that University of Tennessee? Going Purdue's with- the kind of team that loses to the University of Tennessee. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, I don't know. I don't know even. I don't even know who their opponent is. But you guys can convince let's me any way you want. Let's go Purdue. I would do it. I like, I, I like to be balanced. We took a thirteen over here. I don't know. if We can do two thirteens at the top. That's a little overweight up there. Uh, but two more to come. Tech <laughs> in Utah State here. BPI of eight for Texas Tech. I like Texas Tech a lot. Here. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Texas Tech's a great team. Uh, so give me Texas Tech, please. Roll there. Great, great, maybe a bit of a stretch, but I, they're a team I like a lot. Yeah. In Arkansas and Colgate. Yeah. Ooh, yeah just, <laughs> let's go, pigs. <laughs> this one is hard. This one is the hardest one. This one is one of the hardest first round ones for me. Florida, I, I, Virginia Tech. I'm starting to drink the – no, the Colgate. The, I've been drinking – I've been slurping down Colgate Kool-Aid. I but um, I think I'm still going Arkansas. This this one's tough. Florida, Virginia Tech. These are both good teams, good conferences. Um, I have thing. a hard time with this one. It's a coin flip. Um, sometimes – Give me Florida. So I, I'm 4-0, first 25. I'm looking at the BPI. I also like just – I like to look at points per game. A team that scores more points on the season – Sometimes I lean with that for better scoring. It's not much, but it's two full points. That's an extra bucket. Florida uh, gets scores, dude. Bradley Beal, Al Horford. They're just going to get dudes playing the, the ball. But Virginia Tech doesn't play in the greatest conference either, so I think that's probably even. 
and Virginia, Virginia Tech, their best win of the year was Virginia by 14. Yeah. Like, Let's go Gators here. We're going Gators. We're going, going Gators. All Gator right, we'll boys. So um, this one's tough for me. Uh-oh. You um, are the expert. Georgia Tech's a damn good team, and it's a shame. Because, I don't know if you remember, Drake, but it was like one of the first couple nights of college basketball, and I sent you like a picture of Georgia Tech going into like triple or like fourth overtime. Uh, I watched this team struggle. I think it was like Georgia State. Yeah, they, they lost to Georgia State. I showed that game to Georgia Jesse State, earlier. But Georgia State just couldn't miss in that game. And Georgia Tech, they're they're. It was very, like one thirty to one twenty or something like that. It was yeah, insane. it was. And we were up. We watched that game for like three and a half hours. It was great TV. Uh, but if they would have won that game, maybe they're maybe they're a seven seed. But either way, I don't think this game matters. Uh, they're going to be end, ended up playing Illinois next. Um, I don't know, George. Georgia Tech, see, I, I feel like they have a better chance to beat Illinois because they can play defense and they have the athletic uh, wings to kind of so cover. I them. like that. I, I want. Um, I want to advance Georgia Tech just so we can have them beat Illinois. Did you? I, I, I've, I, because of Kyle, I've been watching Georgia Tech, and I, they, they're a very impressive team, and it's really just those two early season losses that held them back from maybe being a four seed, and. They, and I, I have watched Georgia Tech zero minutes and zero seconds this year, and I'm going to tell you why I'm taking Georgia Tech for none of the reasons that they said because some of these signals are really fun. Now, I've, I'm a big evangelist of the BPI, but look at this verse twenty top 25 record. You have uh, this – is this Loyola? I'm not even sure who this is. Yes, they have only played one top 25 game. Georgia Tech's got a little bit of a resume against those te- teams – I just I appreciate that. I, I appreciate their points per game. Kyle, you called that out. Georgia Tech definitely probably scores, you know, top twenty percent of all the teams in this tournament. So I, I like that. And um and, and one thing Drake said was the the thing the final nail nail in the coffin probably, and that's that they could give Illinois a much better chance. And I think if you want to win brackets, sometimes you have to do weird shit, and sometimes you have to do shit you don't even believe yourself. Personally, I feel like Illinois probably wins it all. And that's why I think I should probably have Georgia Tech take them out if I'm trying to win some money. <laughs> so, the- oh yeah, so Aiden has a uh, has what I was thinking about Creighton. So, oh, he got fired. Yeah, interesting. It- I think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so the thing about Georgia Tech is they have the ACC Player of the Year, Moses Wright. They also have the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. They're well coached team. They really only play seven guys, sometimes eight. It's it's the ACC championship game. Jose Alvarado played the full forty minutes, um, and it's it's a very senior dominated team. Georgia Tech is experienced, um, so Loyola is a good team, but I don't think they've played the competition that Georgia Tech's been playing. They just beat a really good Florida State team. Uh, they got some some big wins in here too. So um, we won't spend too Love much time on it. We'll just roll with it. Tennessee, Oregon State. Any thoughts? <clears throat> Tennessee looked impressive in the. Um... SEC tournament there, so I think I'll go Tennessee. I also like Tennessee. They won the SEC tournament. Is that right? Or no, that was... Didn't was Bama win it? Bama. Bama yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, Bama won. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, is this, are we, do we even have to worry? Like, are we, should we just take Oklahoma State? We're kind of... Oh, okay. Cunningham. State, please. Won't even Eight. worry. Um, Syracuse, San Diego State. This one's kind of 50-50 for me, because San Diego State's good. And Syracuse, they're just kind of streaky. Um, 
I mean, but here's 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 one thing that sticks out to me. You look at the points per game for each team, both the same, but look at the defense for San Diego State. Uh, much better than Syracuse's 70 points per game here. The BPI favors San Diego State. Two and overs, top 25, one and three for Syracuse. Yeah. Any- Syracuse hasn't played a defense like this before. Not this year. So let's go with San Diego State. Uh, I like Virginia quite a bit here. I watched them play the other day. This is a fun team for me. Not a great top, you know, 25, but that Big 12 this year was. They were all in it, you know. Maybe one of the better years for the Big 12 of the last past, you know, I don't know, last. Very exciting basketball in the Big 12. You and I were talking about that last week. And then I don't, what do we do with the 710 Clemson Rutgers here? Rutgers, this feels weird. One in seven, top 25, BPI 45, 70 points per game. Um, I'm ashamed that Rutgers is in it, to be honest. Yeah, so just give me Clemson. How did they get in? What, what they won? They participated, I guess. I don't know. Big 10, baby. <laughs> no NIT. 15 and 11. I, how did they get in? That's That's weird. Interesting. Well, we're just going to go with Clemson. We're going to just run that one in. Clemson seems fine. Uh, LSU and SBU, St. Bonaventures. Ooh, Bonnie's. I like the SBU. I've been I've been hearing so much chatter about um, them, but also LSU is an excellent basketball team, so I, I don't think I can take the, the upset here like I should. I think I'll go LSU. We'll go with the uh... – the, re- the recruits. Mm-hmm. Bonnie, uh, Bonnie's haven't played a, one, a single top 25 team all year. I mean, that's, I, I, does that mean they're, they're sneaky and they're mysterious and they haven't like shown what they've, they haven't opened the kimono, so to speak, or does that mean they just suck? <laughs> I like Colorado to lose this game. Georgetown's hot. Yeah. Patrick Ewing, right? I like Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> We're torn here. Drake says Georgetown. Yep. So it's your pick. Colorado. What Colorado's? They've lost to Tennessee. They beat USC thrice. Win loss Oregon. UCLA. I don't know if any of these are impressive. They did beat USC three times, but Georgetown's in. It. They got some good wins here. Two against Creighton. One against Villanova. Uh, lost to West Virginia. Lost to Syracuse. I don't know. It just seems like maybe Georgetown's playing so well right now. They're kind of hot. Maybe we'll just give them one and we'll see what happens. Because either way, I, I think I like Florida State to, to continue here. So I'm, we're just going to run that one in. Uh, are we messing with any of this playing game or should we just move BYU in? What's the Who's the plan? MSU's at... Um, uh, I don't think I can just run BYU in. What's MSU? Michigan State. Michigan State. Is that really Michigan State? Yeah, yeah, it's Michigan State and UCLA. It's two superpowers in terms Jeez. of tournament performance. I probably go with that eleven seed. I don't give it. I think the eleven seed beats whoever BYU is playing. Let's do it. We're gonna run Texas in Big Twelve yeah. champ. Yes. Yep. Texas. UConn versus Maryland. What do you guys think here? Um, I, I like UConn here. Yeah, UConn is much better. Maryland snuck in a thirty-game season. Big Ten played a lot of games, man. Yeah, yeah. They, there wasn't, they, we didn't have many issues. Knock on wood. Um, so let's, let's just move Gonzaga in. Yep. Can we move Iowa past Oregon? Yes. Chalk. Uh, we're going to move USC, USC and Ohio. USC and Ohio. 
I think Aiden's convinced me. I, we can't move Creighton. In no. there. We got to put, let's put USF. Let's play, yeah. Let's, let's get Creighton out of there. Give me Ohio. Give me Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. Let's do it. Ooh, 80.9 80. points per game, boys. Let's, let's, let's go. I like to score. I like Ohio in that situation. I like USC beating Kansas. I do too. Yes. Yes. Baylor. Let me make my last pick and put Iowa in. Past USC. Yeah. Let's just let's just get that elite eight out of the way. So Iowa Gonzaga. Uh, Baylor Wisconsin. Uh, Let me make my last pick and just put Wisconsin in. What's weird though is it wouldn't surprise me if it happens. No, it doesn't surprise Baylor, anyone. That's a total Baylor, Wisconsin move. But Baylor's fine. They're they're a superior team Baylor's for sure. Team. Are we doing Winthrop over Purdue? Purdue. Texas Tech over Arkansas. <sighs> no, that one's tough. Probably, probably mm. Arkansas for me. Okay. My vote would be Texas Tech. Really? But I, but I haven't watched much of either of these teams. I really like Texas Tech, too, I like the need, but I like Arkansas there. Let's go, Arkansas. PPG. Florida OS. Think about that, though. Texas Tech, gives up, Texas Tech gives up 63 a game, and Arkansas scores 82 a game. That's going to be an interesting yeah, That's going to be a fun battle. I'm looking forward to that. How beautiful is the tournament this year? Thursday through what do we get? Tuesday or Monday? Sunday. Sun. No, isn't there games Monday and Tuesday too? Of next week? Yeah. No, I'm, I didn't see that. Is that new this year? I don't think so, Drake. Yeah. I think that might be the women's tournament. That might be the women's tournament. He's all jacked up on the women's tournament. Um, Look it up. We're doing a women's bracket yeah. after this, right, Kyle? What? We're doing a women's bracket after this, Kyle. Uh, right. It'll be after hours. After hours, it's late. Yeah, the, the extra credit hangout show. Programming for you, uh, but Illinois Georgia Tech. I I'm a Georgia Tech fan. It doesn't feel right, but it wouldn't surprise me. Georgia Tech's a really good team. They got they got the two. You know, they got the ACC Player of the Year and the Defensive Player of the Year to counter the two studs for Illinois. Uh, I think it'd be a tough game, but let's let's just move Illinois past. Um, I like Tennessee over Oklahoma State, but I'll let you guys break the tie there. Yeah, guys, there's um, second, second round action on Monday. They, the second round starts on Sunday, and then the other games play on Monday. And then it starts back up again on Saturday. So you guys can apologize to me. Oh, so 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 the first round is going to be three days. Is it going to yeah. be Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah, so usually the first round ends by – Usually the first round. They're all, they're all playing in one location. They have less gyms. That makes sense. Look, yeah. it even says round of 64, 19 through 20, round of 32, 21 through 22. Mm-hmm. Which is – that's 21 through 22 is Saturday, Sunday. I think I think I, I bet Drake's right though. I'm not surprised at all at that Drake. That maybe that does that does not surprise me one maybe bit. Some, yeah. Maybe they're just flex in case they need to push games back to have the extra day or so. So maybe. Sunday is to be decided and Monday is to be decided. Got it. Sure. Um, just, yeah. Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Uh give me okay state. Let's go Kate Cunningham, huh? I have no problem with that. Uh West Virginia, San Diego State. I think I'm going San Diego State. I agree. John? Is that me? Clemson, Houston. Is there an upset brewing here? 
I don't yes. see Clemson doing it. I don't know. No, I don't think Clemson. Not here. Not here. No, give me give me Houston. Give me Houston. Houston. Uh, Michigan, LSU. Is this one too easy? Michigan will run them in. Michigan. Florida State, Georgetown. We'll run Florida State in. Sure. Uh, Texas, Michigan State slash UCLA. Texas here. Yeah, I like Texas. Yeah, that Texas Alabama game coming up is going to be fun yeah, too. Alabama in there. Um, we didn't get to the eight of these guys. Michigan versus Florida State. Is this Michigan? Yeah. What do we think here, Drake? Michigan probably. I'm going to do Michigan, but I, I I like Alabama and Texas both. This one's tough. Texas I'm going to get my vote for sure. Emma? Yeah, they're my they're one of my they're one of my championship teams. Are we gonna oh, move? Baby. Let's move Oklahoma State past Illinois just for funsies. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't do Georgia Tech. Eh, I was too focused on finding. Uh, honestly, the, uh, honestly, if you're gonna move Oklahoma State to the Final Four, just put Georgia Tech over Illinois. All right, that'll do. But now I want to do Georgia Tech over Oklahoma State. You've got what you've got. Uh, see, I'm, I, I want <laughs> I want San Diego State over Houston. All right. Let's do it. I, I, I accept your offer. Championships. All right. So let's go back to the top here. Gonzaga, Iowa. We can't. Zaga. Zaga I, wins it here. Iowa got such a shaft in that two seed there. No, they didn't. They got all the way here. That's perfectly fine. They did. They did. Um, we're going, I guess, uh, we didn't pick these games. Baylor, Purdue, we're going to move Baylor. Arkansas, Ohio State. I don't uh, like Arkansas. I don't like Arkansas. Let's do it. Ohio State's like good. Those, those yeah. Ohio State probably should have beat Illinois there. Um, some that was a wild game. Oklahoma State, San Diego State. What a shit! <laughs> how did we get ourselves into this? How did we get? We how did we get? <laughs> can we can we just bring Georgia Tech up here so they can get squeaking into the Final Four, please? <laughs> I'm going Oklahoma State. Yeah, let's do it. Cade Cunningham to Cade the final Cunningham. four. I kind of want to take Alabama over Michigan. You get my vote. Do it. Final four is in. Wait, we didn't get uh, Baylor, Arkansas. We'll do Baylor. Yep. Final four. Is Baylor, really, is Baylor really just like that good? They're unquestionably better. They're, they're solid, man. 84 they points. Two losses all year. EI, they've only they've let, they lost to Kansas and they lost to Oklahoma State. Oh, so, <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? I'm gonna I'm gonna just move Gonzaga in there. All right, no, put Alabama. Okay, Come on, Alabama versus Cade Cunningham. You know you want to see it. <laughs> Let's just run Gonzaga in. This is the the sound advice here. We'll go tiebreaker of sixty nine to uh, to to sixty eight there for the kids. Um, so that's it. We took Gonzaga over Cade Cunningham. This is a. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry how we got here. It's for fun. We'll worry about it later. But there you go, Gonzaga. Um, but God, I'm still in line. It Any started time? so good. <laughs> we can we can we can do another one if you guys want to another time maybe tomorrow night. But. Um, but I don't know. Any final thoughts? I'm excited to watch some college basketball, but I got to get going here soon. I got I got food that just arrived. All right. Eat your pizza, man. Enjoy your night. 
Yeah, I don't know. Take Thank it easy, Kyle. We'll take you. Uh, well, I don't know. Enjoy the basketball this week. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. Take it easy.